0: We are
1: gathered around this table this morning uh, to remember, but we are also gathered around this table this morning to submit and allow me to explain, um, as I mentioned already, uh, during the welcome, we've used the first worship gathering of the year now for the last couple of years. Uh, as a day of prayer, and uh, we're going to do that again this morning. Depending on the year, we've used several different themes. Uh, Back in 2021, we used the acronym ACTS and did adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. In 2022, we did our mission statement, used it as kind of our model for our prayer time. Last year, we used what's called the church's prayer in ACTS chapter 4. As our model. Uh, and this year, we're going to use the Great Commission out of Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20. Um, and so we're going to be looking at that text this morning during our prayer time and using that text as a way for us to go to God in prayer together as His church. Um, and so I want to use just the first part of that text this morning to focus our hearts and our minds on this time of communion. Um, I want to read to you verse 18. Jesus begins his commission to his disciples with these words. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. That's really an amazing statement. Because it's expansive, it's extensive, and it's exclusive. It's all three of those. It's expansive... Because it includes all of it. It's not some of it. It's not part of it. It's not being shared with others. Jesus has all authority, every last bit of it. And so it's expansive. And then it's extensive because it covers or affects a large area. It's all authority in heaven and on earth. So it's not just in heaven. And it's not just on earth. Jesus has all authority in heaven and on earth. And so it's extensive. And then thirdly, it's exclusive. Because all the authority in heaven and on earth has been given to one person. It's been given to Jesus Christ. And so it's expansive, it's extensive, it's exclusive. Jesus says, all authority has been given to me. And you know, when you read the Gospels, you see throughout his time that he spends with his disciples, how Jesus reveals this reality to his statement over and over again. It's almost like he just gives little glimpses of it to his followers. One time that stands out to me was when he was on the Sea of Galilee, one evening, Jesus reveals just a glimpse of this authority to them. Interestingly, it's the only time in the Gospels where we're told that Jesus was asleep. In fact, he was asleep on a boat in the middle of a hurricane. Waves breaking over the boat. is completely swamped. These disciples who have fished the waters all their lives had never seen anything like this storm. And Jesus was asleep. They wake him up. They ask him if he cares if they die or not. And Jesus gets up and kind of wipes the sleep out of his eyes. And he rebukes the wind. And he says to the waves. And he speaks to the waves kind of like you or I might speak to our dog who's barking too loudly at night. He says, be quiet. Be still. And at the sound of his voice... The Gospels tell us that the Sea of Galilee instantly became like glass. Terrified, the disciples ask each other, Who is this that even the wind and the waves obey him? You see, during his time with him, he reveals to his disciples his authority. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to him it's not just some of the authority it's not just the authority in heaven all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to our king jesus and like the winds and the waves we find true life when we submit to his authority there's a couple of pictures i want to share with you this morning Are they not up there? No worries. No problem. Um, There's just some pictures of my daughter. No big deal, Greg. Just my daughter. (coughs) Just kidding. (laughs) No, there are some pictures. My daughter is currently in New York City. My oldest daughter, not this one, uh, but my oldest daughter, Bailey. She is in New York City uh, with one of her classes from Harding. Um, And so it's just she's been sending us. I mean, we've probably got 60 pictures that we've been sent on our phone. And uh, there were just a couple I was going to share with you this morning. So just imagine Bailey with New York City in the background. Um, But uh, we've enjoyed looking at all those pictures uh, that she sent. But just to give you a little bit of insight how my brain works, uh, every time that I sit there and I'm scrolling through these pictures of Bailey Uh, In New York City, the song by Frank Sinatra is like playing in my brain. New York, New York, right? Start spreading the news. That's just how my brain works. I don't know. Anytime I see New York or see pictures of people in New York, that song comes to my mind. And as famous as that song is, it's actually another Frank Sinatra song that I want to mention to you this morning. Um, There's a lyric from a Frank Sinatra song that sounds like David wrote it. In the Psalms. Let me share this line with you. It reads like this. For what is man? What has he got? If not himself, and then he has not. He goes on. I've lived a life that's full. I've traveled each and every highway. And much, much more. I did it. I did it my way. That's the famous line. I did it my way. And similar to the song New York, New York that plays in my mind anytime I see pictures from New York City, I think this song, My Way, plays in our minds whenever we make choices, whenever we have decisions to make in our lives. It's part of the soundtrack of our fallen human nature. It's part of the soundtrack of the brokenness in our DNA. We want more than anything... We we desire with everything in us to do it my way. And therein lies the problem. Because you see, at its very root, sin is an authority issue. Sin is an authority issue. If you've never heard that before, I want you to hear that and let that rest and go to your heart this morning. At its very root, sin has to do with authority. You see, I want to do it my way. I want to call the shots. I want to be in charge. I want to have all the authority. I want people to obey me. I want to have the right to choose what's right and wrong for my life. I want to decide what's true for me. And what's false for me? In the words of Frank Sinatra, I want to do it my way. Let me say it again. That is at the very root of sin. Sin is an authority issue. We see it if if you're a parent and you raise little ones. You see it almost when they come out of the womb. They want to do it my way. I want authority. I want to choose. I want to decide. Yet Jesus says, and hear this again and hear it clearly. Jesus says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. So this morning, we have this special time of prayer together and we begin it by gathering around this table. We gather around this table as an act of remembrance. Do this in remembrance of me. We gather here to remember the incredible sacrifice that Jesus made for us to, to free us from sin. And here, here's what Jesus has freed us from. He's freed us from having to do it my way. You see, whether you know it or not, you've been in bondage from birth to have to do it your way. We've been under this bondage. I want to do it my way. I have to do it my way. And Jesus died on the cross to set you free from that bondage. You no longer have to do it your way, you've been set free. To follow his way. And so we not only gather around this table this morning to remember his life. But we also gather around this table as an act of submission. We gather here to submit our lives to his way. To submit our lives to the one who has been given all authority in heaven and on earth. And Jesus, he showed us the way. He showed us the way to do this when he knelt down in the garden on the night of his crucifixion. And he spoke these words to his father. He said, not my way, but your way be done. He showed us how it's done. So this morning, as we gather and take this bread... And we take this juice. Let us not only remember his sacrifice and his life, but let us make together as a church that same proclamation to him with our lives. Not my way, but your way be done. Let's pray for the bread. Father, we just come to this table and we all, you know, we all come with different temptations, different sins, different failures, different faults. But as, I, as I've shared this morning, at the root, I believe at the, the root, very root of our sin is an authority issue. We want to we do things our way. And by doing things our way, it led to your son having to die on the cross. And so we have been redeemed by this great sacrifice of your son. And so we come together around this table, not only to remember that great sacrifice, And to be thankful for the redemption that we have in Jesus Christ. But we come this morning to submit our lives to him. And to say, not our way, but his way be done. In our lives, in this church, in this community, and in this world. Lord, we thank you for Jesus Christ. We take this bread together in His name.
2: Amen.
0: Let's pray for the cup. Father,
1: we come to you in Jesus' name. Uh, We recognize that this this little cup of grape juice uh, symbolizes the blood that was spilt on our behalf. That blood of Jesus. The blood that cleanses us and makes us whole. And the blood that empowers us to live lives submitted to the King. Lord, we we just thank you for not only for this opportunity each week to just to remember, to kind of set, set our hearts and our minds back on what's important, to remember that sacrifice, but also this time each week to submit again fully to him that we can leave, live each and every moment of our lives for Jesus. And so thank you for this cup. Thank you for what it symbolizes. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.
2: Matthew 28, verses 19 and 20. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. We're going to spend some time in prayer now over those two verses, 19A, 19B, 20A, and 20B, and what this is going to look like is we're going to give you 60 full seconds to meditate on that part of the verse. Um, Let it it wash over you, and then we're going to sing a song, and then we're going to have a prayer that is specific to that part of the verse, okay? Uh, So let's, let's begin. Let's
3: pray. Our Father in heaven, glory and praise to your holy name forever. Father, your word makes it clear, and Barrett has reminded us that Jesus has all authority. And in this command we just read and meditated on, He has delegated his authority to each and every one of us to make disciples as we go about our lives. We understand that making disciples is more than just reaching out to to the lost. It also involves loving one another and helping one another to be obedient and to grow into his likeness, to make it all the way, faithful to the end, influencing as many as possible for Christ. Father, we all need to grow in our obedience and to grow in having selfless love for one another and for the lost. Sometimes the words of encouragement, of challenge or of teaching or admonishment needs to grow amongst us. We tend to have a culture of independence, not interdependence. Father, forgive us for this. Paul commanded the disciples in Colossae to let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom. Father, help us to dare to love one another in this way, to embrace the mission to love each other in a way so that we are helping each other to grow to greater Christlikeness, speaking the truth in love we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head even Christ father most of us will readily admit that when we are that we are intimidated by the responsibility to speak the name of Jesus to anybody anywhere anytime we can feel inadequate or just give in to fear we hesitate much too often to share the good news and the solid hope for eternal life that we ourselves treasure in our hearts for fear of rejection or insult. We sometimes feel that this command to make disciples is a heavy burden or unrewarding, pointless. But we want to be obedient, Father, to trust you and honor you in everything we do. We know that we are not alone in this mission. We know that you've given us your Holy Spirit to lead us, to prompt us, to give us the words to say. We call on you, Father, today to fill us and to lead us in this mission. As the disciples prayed in Acts 4 Grant us boldness to speak the name of Jesus everywhere and anytime. Help us not to worry about getting the words right, but just proclaim Him, our loving Savior, the image of the invisible God, the radiance of God's glory, the exact representation of our Heavenly Father. Nothing else can better show people the truth of the one true God than the baby in the manger, the compassionate healer, the suffering servant, the friend of sinners, the crucified and risen Lord. God, you are fundamentally loving, kind, merciful, just, and self-giving. We see this and we know this, O God. It is a universally attractive truth. To all peoples, all nations, all cultures, all socioeconomic groups. Not that all or even a majority will obey. But the truth about you is universally attractive. Give us the boldness to proclaim what we know to be true. Grant us the love for outsiders and for one another. So that we would be willing vessels for your Holy Spirit. May your grace, your atoning sacrifice ever be in our hearts and minds to consistently motivate us to be your ambassadors. Father, may your amazing love make us more zealous for you in 2024 than we have been previously, so that those around us may take the next step in becoming a disciple or growing as a disciple.
0: We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's pray together. Help us, Father, to always remember that we should be baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Remind us, Father, that baptism is simply an immersion in water. An immersion of our life in you. All in. All in with everything we have. Just as you, Father, have gone all in with us Thank you, Father, for wanting to have a relationship with me. Thank you, Father, for wanting to be a part of my life. You want to be available to me, to all of us. You want to help me and our family here at Southside grow to be more spiritually healthy. We are all blessed, Father, that you are all in with us, immersed in our life in every way. We thank you, Father, for allowing us to immerse our lives into you as well. For those who do not know you, Father, use us to aid in seeking them out. Help those who are lost, who do not know you, to discover you, to discover your love, to discover the love that we have with you. Thank you, Father, for the avenue of being forgiven and for knowing that we are chosen by you even in our sinfulness bless us father in teaching that all of your followers must immerse themselves into your life and into your way as we too choose to immerse ourselves in you through baptism way we become one just as you and Jesus are one Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for Jesus' sacrifice. Thank you for the sacrificial death that he has given to each one of us. For those who hear and believe, Father, allow us to be a part of their immersion in water teaching them to baptize in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. May we always teach, Father, that anyone who chooses to follow you, who chooses to have a relationship with Jesus, who wants to follow the will of the Holy Spirit, can be immersed in water for salvation and that they can be immersed in their life, with you, with Jesus, and with the Spirit. Here at Southside, Father, some of us attend school, and some of us work in the home, and some of us work outside the home. Regardless, Father, all of us work in this broken world, We are all your children. As a child at Southside, we learn about Jesus, and we pray to you, God, with our parents and caretakers. Help us to enjoy our childhood learning about you. Help us to follow our parents and teachers until we are convicted of our own imperfections. May we as children come to depend on you, Father, and find ourselves in a relationship with you. May we all seek to immerse ourselves in your life and share that gift with others. As your adult children, Father, may we live our life in reckless abandonment for anyone or anything But you, only you, Father, should be our want. As a father, may we immerse ourselves in you. May we be an example to our children and to our co-workers. As a mother, may we immerse ourselves in you, being an example to our children, and to our co-workers. As a grandparent, help us to push forward in teaching the younger wives and husbands, never retiring from service, just as Roger Kaufman did several weeks ago in the hospital, sharing and enjoying that pleasure of showing someone else the way, to Jesus, the crucified, Immersing himself, just as we should. As part of the leadership team at Southside, help us to serve. Help us to listen. Help us to forgive. Help us to lead. Help us to set an example of good. Of good immersion in you, Father. As we immerse ourselves in Jesus, may we be flooded with kindness and goodness and faithfulness and self-control. Evil loves it when good intentions are never followed through with and the spirit is ignored. Evil loves us to pay attention to the beautiful, to the wealthy, to the powerful. May each of us follow your spirit in all humility. May each hour of my day find gratitude for how lovingly you treat me. May I know and enjoy your promises faithfully given. May I continue to immerse myself daily in your power and your majesty, Father. May I immerse myself daily in the Jesus, the anointed, who saved me through his death. May I continue to learn how to immerse myself in the one Jesus said was greater than himself and the reason that he needed to leave us to join the Father. The Spirit, Father, help us to be in touch, to look to do good, to look to immerse our lives in you. Finally, Father, as we immerse ourselves in your life, transform us by the renewing of our minds. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's pray.
4: Father, we begin this prayer the way we want to begin each new day, by offering you praise for who you are, the many ways you show love to us, for the countless blessings, seen and unseen, that we receive each day. As we look at this part of the passage, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, you've given us two words of action, teach and obey. In thinking about teaching others to obey, we first must be the ones to obey. But we cannot teach others about you or teach them to obey you unless we ourselves are seeking to know you and obey you. Thinking about knowing and obeying you brings to mind the words of Jesus when he was asked, What's the greatest commandment? And Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. That's the first and greatest commandment. Father, you've clearly called us to love and obey you, and we know we cannot do this on our own. We beg of you and your Holy Spirit, be active in us and help us, That we will seek to love you with all our hearts, and your love will be reflected in our actions. Father, it's clear that we're called to preach the gospel with words and with actions. We know that the world looks at at, at us closely, looks at Christians closely to see if we live up to what we profess. Do we act justly? Do we care for others? Do we walk humbly? Father, we all know people who won't attend to church who, or doubt your existence or deny your existence. When asked why, the answer often involves hypocrisy. People see how we act Monday through Saturday and know that's not what we profess on Sunday. Father, we confess we have not lived the way we're supposed to, and we're sorry. We're not asking you to help us live a perfect life, We'll never live up to that. And even if we could, that would bring glory to ourselves and not to you. Father, we want to live a life that points to you, that shows how you have loved us and our love for you and love for others so that you'll receive the glory and attention, not ourselves. Father, if we're to teach others, we must prepare ourselves to do so. Father, may we be steady in study and in prayer so that we'll be ready. For you to use us. Father, as we look through the Bible, we see the people you used in your service fishermen and soldiers and tax collectors, poor peasants and rich merchants, scholars who could read and know everything, and those who couldn't read at all. Father, that's exciting because it tells us that you can use each of us exactly where we are in our place of life. Every day is an opportunity for us to make someone feel seen, be heard, feel loved. Each of us is traveling a path of life and a spiritual journey. We've all had times which the sun is out, the day's warm, paths smooth. We've all had times of cold and darkness and difficulty when we didn't know how or where or have the strength to take even just one more step. We know you've been with us through all of those times, and you've given us a story of how you've loved us a story that points to you, and a story that can be used to share you with others. May we be who you've made us to be. May we use what you've given us to use. May we do what you've called us to do. We know we won't do it perfectly. We just ask that you help us do it faithfully. Help us to seek you, and to love others, so that they'll be open to your love and the teaching you want to do through us. Father, we pray this through your Son. He makes it all possible. And in his name,
5: amen. Matthew twenty-eight twenty b And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Pray with me, please. Father, thank you for hearing our prayer. Thank you for Jesus' promise to be with us to the very end. We know that that is not a new thought. Your word tells us that you've been with your people since the beginning. You were with Adam and Eve physically in the garden. You promised Abraham that you would bless him and make him a great nation. You told Isaac not to go to Egypt, but to live in the land where you tell him about, and you would be with him and bless him, and you were faithful to your promises. Last week we talked about Moses and the Israelites. You heard the Israelites plea for help and their groaning because you were near and because you knew them. Moses was scared to be your messenger to Pharaoh and pleaded his case that he was not the right person for the job. But Father, you you assured him that you would be with him and you were with him. This has gone on through the centuries, and time after time you have told your people that you would be with them, that you would lead them and protect them, bless them and save them. And time after time you have come near to your people and shown them how much they are loved. Your prophets told of a Messiah, one who among other names would be called Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus spent his ministry being with the people. He spent abundant time with the people who needed and wanted his presence. He taught with words and parables, but he also taught by his actions. He healed people through miracles. He welcomed the little children. He ate with and spent time with people who were looked down upon by society. He was a living physical example of what it is to be with your children. Father, thank you. And when his time was near, when Jesus knew that his time physically on earth was drawing to a close, among other things he did, he prayed. And in this prayer, he was first thoughtful of his connectedness with you, that you were in him and he was in you. And secondly, he prayed for the ones that you had given him and their connectedness to you through himself. And lastly, he prayed for us that we that those that would believe. In John seventeen, twenty one and twenty skip twenty and twenty one, he says, I pray not only for these, but also for those who believe in me through their word. May they all be one as you, Father, are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you sent me. That, Father, is a connection that has lasting power through the ages. Thank you for letting us be connected to you through the word, through Christ our Savior. Though He's risen. And he's in heaven with you. He is still with us through this same connectedness. He is present through your word in our hearts. He is with us through your spirit who dwells in us. Who comforts and transforms us to look more like Jesus. We take hold of this promise to be with us. And when we gather together to praise you and, and your name, we know he's there. We see his beauty and his presence in our relationships. Father, I don't say these things to tell you something that you don't know. I mention them to remind myself and others that you have always wanted to be in fellowship and in relationship with us. We know, Father, that we are not left alone to fend for ourselves. We believe Jesus' words and what he said he he would always be with us. Help us to live like we know it. Help us to remember how loved we are and how close you truly are, God. Let these truths give us the foundation and the confidence as we take action to make disciples. Father, we humbly thank you for your presence. In Jesus' name and all of God's children said, amen. If you'll stand with me, we'll have one more prayer, and then we'll be dismissed. Matthew twenty-eight eighteen through 20. Jesus came near and said to them, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and remember, I am with you even to the close of the age. Let's pray. Father, we have spent time this morning thinking about your word, Jesus' authority, our responsibilities, your closeness and connectingness, thinking about what it is to be your hands and feet. Father, we pray these words of understanding that We know we have been given a mission. We know that we are not alone. Help us, Father, to do your will in every day and as we go about our day. Help us to speak the name of Jesus. Help us to tell others about his great love. And help us to always remember that you are with us every step of the way. Father, we love you. Jesus, we thank you. Spirit, we need you. Bless us all. In Christ's name, amen. You're dismissed.